afford to be. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey, everybody! Welcome to Rock Solid. Your comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. And I'm Gary Lucy. Pat! Hey! Uh, guess who else is here? Oh, Matt Belknap is always here. Hi! Uh, Pat was just regaling us with a little bit of uh, him and Jimmy Pardo's Hot Tub Club. Oh, yeah. We, hot Tub Club. We would Our first apartment we lived in, we, would, we didn't know that you weren't supposed to sit in a hot tub for <laughs> six hours straight and just drink the whole time you're in there. And that's what we would do. We would do that, and then we would go up and get a great, excellent night's sleep, Gary. Thinking about you two on the prowl. I've been thinking about that a lot. I don't know if we were on the prowl. <laughs> well, no, I guess you were. Because we were in the hot tub just with ourselves and our other guy friends. <laughs> You're like trapdoor spiders. Yeah. For I, didn't, I didn't want to mislead you to, to think that hot tub club included women. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it, it was discussed. It just never happened. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Was, uh, how many, like, uh, if you had to sit down and, like, uh, you were at the world's longest dinner party. Okay. How many stories do you think you have, like, in your life? You, you probably have, everybody has, like... 10 you know, or 12 good stories probably. I don't know. I always I, – I often don't think I have that many good stories. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think I have two. Really? <laughs> no, no, I just – I don't know. I like, like – so that, that don't involve cheap tricks. So. Yeah, I don't – you know, like – well, <laughs> okay. then zero. Okay, no. uh, You know, like Mike Schmidt, he does, you know, hours and hours and yeah. hours of podcasting a week. Yeah. And that guy n- never seems to run out of stories. I don't have – I don't have that many at least not Isn't it more about what you like, how you look at your own life, and like I don't know, like you know, you could make a story out of anything that happens to you. But I guess not, I could. I don't know, not I don't know if it's I could the make way it. You tell it, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I could always make it interesting too. Because you ever start telling someone a story, and then you're in it, and you're going, oh, even why did I start? This is not a good story at all. Usually, I'll just say, I'm sorry, this is this is not going to end very well. This is not a good story. So then you switch it to a designing women episode that you watch, <laughs> right? Trying to like make it fit. or a threes company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell about when we were putting the shower rod up, and then our roommate was outside listening in, and I kept saying, "Hi, you have to get it up higher." Oh, your rod is so hard, and they just, "What are you doing in here?" And they go, "Oh, sorry." What a crazy mix-up. I know. I, you were fucking. I'm a big Lisa Loeb fan, so I have nine stories. Oh, you have nine stories? That's it. You stopped right there. <laughs> That's all. I got to nine. I was like, don't need any more stories. Don't need any more. That'll, that'll probably serve you well. You could probably get around on that. Because, I, I, yeah, I used to like really be into like, oh, I got to stockpile them. That means you're alive. That means you're living. But then I, I realized at some point like I, I switched to uh, like the purpose of life isn't collecting stories, but uh, avoidance of pain. <laughs> this, like you know, I'm like oh, I got a, I got oh, what a great parking place. That was a good story. And, and you know, and sometimes Pardo, you know, will be playing poker or something. Pardo will go, oh, remember that time? Tell that story about blah blah blah. And I'll go, I don't even know what you're talking about. And then he'll have to refresh my memory by telling the story. And then I'll go, oh yeah, that's right. So sometimes I don't even remember. I don't. I think I remember the bad stories. I don't remember the cool good stories to tell. I wish I had that uh, gift of gab, and I'm sure our listeners do too. Because you know, oh, yeah, I they, they definitely wish that we uh, like, had a way uh, with a story. My friend Joe Hansen. Oh my God, that guy. Just every everything he tells is riveting, and it all ends up. And then we were all screaming, and the car was on fire, or something. You know, it just all ends up like that. But uh, and uh, I guess I guess that, that that wasn't intended as a roundabout way to get into the topic, but I guess it fits. You know what's so funny? I, I didn't even realize you were getting into the topic. I wasn't. I wasn't either. That's talk. how smooth this guy. That's how smooth. True story. So uh, well, play play my quick yeah. intro song. Yeah, literally five seconds. I'll tell you more. What? Let me tell you a story. 
That's it. <laughs> That's all you need. So um, that was a little. Uh, that was a little uh, Aldo Nova. All uh, right. That was a monkey on your back, and he's uh, he's going to tell you a story. But um, so today, Gary and I are going to play songs uh, that uh, tell a story, like it's almost like three act structure. Yeah. Like you beginning, know, middle and end. Beginning, middle, and end. And this this was uh, recommended to us or suggested to us by a listener, Preston. Boudreaux, I hope I'm pronouncing that Preston right. Preston Boudreaux, the Boudreaux. Uh, the dandy uh, small town Southern sheriff. I'm who, pretty sure that's a character from a John Grisham novel. Right, right, you're right. <laughs> Preston and, Boudreaux, uh, exactly. And the so, corrupt DA, right? And uh, Preston said, you know, you could call it "Tell Me a Story" or maybe "Once Upon a Time." So, uh, so uh, that's what we're doing, Preston. We're going to do the topic you suggested, and again, suggest topics because uh, I know we did uh, you know 53 episodes and didn't repeat one topic other than the the letters every time. Yeah. But uh, but we're eventually we're going to need some. Yeah, tweet them at Rock Solid Show or uh, on Facebook. Yeah. Rock Solid. Podcast. Either which way, man. So uh, and eventually uh, one will come up. So we're going to play some songs, some story songs, and uh, Gary, uh, you want to go first? Uh, you know why I, I will because uh, you mentioned uh, uh, Monkey on Your Back, and uh, this is a story song that uh, destroys me every time I hear it. <laughs> it's amazing. It's uh, because it's sad. It's so sad, and Uh-oh. it's but it's it's kind of like hopeful too. But it's um, a lot of story songs are sad. I found yes, they they turn out yeah they don't turn out well. <laughs> they don't turn out well at all. The better one. But then we found our keys. That that is a good ending <laughs> for a song. Nope. And then we got cell phone reception. But this is from the first uh, John Prine album, and it's called uh, Sam Stone, and it's about uh, a, a Vietnam vet. He's okay. injured. He comes home. And he's got a heroin problem. He's got a monkey on his back. And it's just, you know, it's just kind of like, you know, regular third-person narrative. He's having a hard time. And, you know, eh, we kind of heard this story before. But then at the chorus, it does something amazing. It, like, switches perspective to, like, from Sam Stone's kids. Uh-oh. And, like, what it's like for them to go through this. And then just kind of, like, from an observer kind of weighs in. And it's just like, holy shit. This is amazing. So, Matt, if you would cue that up to about 45, I think we'll uh – We'll get to that part I was talking about. Mm-hmm. 45 minutes, that is a long story, so. <laughs> it's a long story. With a purple heart and a monkey on his back There's a hole in daddy's arm where all the money goes Jesus Christ died for nothing, I suppose There's a hole in Daddy's arm where all the money goes. That Holy is just, shit! That just made made my butt pucker. <laughs> like, oh no! No, that's terrible. That's what I think. That's how I feel when I look at my DVD collection. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's the kids' college fund. Well, that's in a collector's tin, so I might be able to resell that on eBay twenty years when DVDs no longer exist. You so think you uh, could pay for college with DVDs? <laughs> that, do they take DVDs in lieu of? Uh, I, I would love that. money. I, I heard that college for when our kids are old enough to go to college, college is just going to be up in the cloud. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, and it'll you know you'll have to basically buy a ticket to the moon. That's how yeah. expensive it'll be. <laughs> yes. Hey, uh, my story song is uh, this is actually one that uh, uh, Preston. Uh, uh, what's his name? Boudreaux. Tired of saying that fucking kid's name, Mr. Uh, no, he actually make a big deal this, out of it every time you. I know. With it, with this is this this was a song that he used as an example. However, this would have definitely been one of the songs I picked. Uh, I remember this DV, uh, this uh, video when it came out. 
Uh, it had a, had a fame vibe. It had a long before Glee. Yeah. And this is the uh, the song "Young Turks" by Rod Stewart. Oh yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to have uh, Matt uh, play the the uh, first part, and then we'll, we'll jump in and hear how the story ends. So let's go ahead. Okay, so we got two kids. They got to hit the road. They've had enough of this. Crap. They've had enough. They got they they they're they're moving, heading out to L.A. They're going to make it, and uh, and uh, let's find out what happens. Jump to two minutes and fifty four seconds, and we'll hear how this uh, how the story ends. Big baby. <laughs> it is a big baby. It's a big kid. It's a big baby that doesn't even rhyme. No. <laughs> Ain't no point, point in talking when there's nobody listening, so he just ran away. Patty gave P.S. Uh, yeah, P.S. Yeah. Big baby. Like you care. <laughs> so yeah. uh, so that's what happened to these kids. They moved out, and, uh, you know, it sounds like he's doing the right thing. It doesn't sound like he's leaving, Patty. I hope not. I yeah. hope not, too. Yeah, we'll now, see. That makes me feel better about the boring stories I've told in my life because that's really not much of a story. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. You left and then had a baby. What are we what are we supposed to I think they ran away. I get it. All right. So it's romantic. <laughs> Romeo and Juliet. I think you need to see Rod Stewart dance around in some leopard print tidies. Yeah, you know where I think they shot that video and correct me if I'm wrong, you know the swingers on Beverly? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you Wasn't might be it there? I, you might be right. Whoa. Yeah, where that pool is and everything. Yeah. That's hysterical. That that place has been there that long? That's crazy. Oh, yeah. Well not in this but you know in the little like uh that hotel, CD motel. Yeah, that's yeah. from nineteen eighty one, so that's I where imagine. that ten pound baby was uh, was born. <laughs> Yes. I wonder if there's another chapter where they left it in the Young Turks. They left that baby in the garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> no. Now that's a story. That, that tells you, oh, wow, okay. Look, what I'm saying is back in the 80s, the kids did the right thing. <laughs> Gary, you're up. Uh, I have another soldier story for you. This is uh, uh, someone comes home from the war, but uh, there's a twist. Uh-oh. And uh, we're going we're gonna to take it to the twist part. This is uh, from New Order. It's called uh, Love Vigilantes. And, uh, Matt, if you go to uh, 2 minutes and 20 seconds. Uh, about this. This is the soldier singing. What? But you're g g g g ghost! My family, my wife and child, waiting for me. I've got to go home. I've been so um, Nat, would you do me a favor? Would you play the great opening uh, little drum bit on that? That always fires me up. Thanks for ruining the ending, jerk. <laughs> anyway, so that's, that's a new order. I like that. Now, the, the guys, the vocal in the middle there a little bit sounded like Nils Lofgren a little bit. Well, I guess maybe, huh? Yeah, yeah I never thought of it that way. I like way. that. I don't know if I know any new order. You should check it out. I think you'd like it. Gonna, it's, it's I, I little, like that. It's a little new wavy. But, that's uh, pretty good. Yeah. 
I think uh, maybe I'll make you a little uh, mix or something. Well, let's we're going to jump back into the seventies, Gary, because in the seventies I found that there were tons of story songs, stuff like "The Night the Lights Went Out in Georgia." Oh yeah, there was, and uh, you know, "Billy Don't Be," uh, not that, but uh, "Run Joey Run," "Run Joey," all those kind. And uh, I'm going to play one. Uh, This is Bo Donaldson and the Haywards. Yes, you know them. Sure, Matt. I do now. This is uh, (laughs) "Billy Don't Be a Hero." Let's hear the first. uh, Let's hear the hear the opening chapter. It's about Soldier 2. Yeah, it is. You guys are doing like a subcategory of the category. I know. War stories. I looked across and there I saw Billy Waiting to go and join the line And with the head upon his shoulder His young and lovely fiance From where I stood I saw she was crying I want to hear the chorus. <laughs> What's going on here? This guy's really not painting a very vivid picture for me. <laughs> Telling you exactly what she's doing. Very literal. She's chewing gum. She's. <laughs> um, so jump to two eleven. Let's see what what happens with that Billy. Oh no! Is this going to be another sad story? Oh, no. What do you think happened to Billy? Oh no! No. Oh, this is Breaking Bad. <laughs> she told him not to be. Whoa! What did I tell you? Don't be a hero. Dead to me. Yep. Wash my hands of it. <laughs> Little drummer boy in the background. Yeah. I know. What's that, a fife? <laughs> what is that? Is this about the Revolutionary War? Yeah. <laughs> it oh, might yes. be. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Billy uh. has an E on the end, I didn't say. <laughs> Ye old Billy. But uh, that's, even like a Namby Pamby song like that in the Sammy's could have a cool like fuzz that guitar. <laughs> <laughs> those were, I know, and but the, I mean, those songs were all over the place in the 70s. Those you know, there were songs. You are right, Pat. I got one right here for oh, you. Oh, you do? Fantastic. This one is a tale of the supernatural. Uh-oh. It's of a girl who's, maybe she's on the autism spectrum. There's something wrong with her. She's a <laughs> little touched. When, before you say, oh, yeah. is this a Helen Reddy song? It is indeed. Oh, my God. Did you have it on your list? No, I don't. Oh. <laughs> I, almost. And uh, they, uh, they don't, the parents don't want to do it. They just showed up in a room every night. And she listens to the radio. And that's when crazy things start to happen. Like maybe a neighbor boy drops in like about 115. And, Matt uh, is shaking his head like he has no idea what <laughs> we are playing today at all. Yeah. Is he mysteriously vanished or something? I'm telling you, this song needs to be remade yeah. by Lady Gaga. Right now. <laughs> what? Everyone thinks he died. Except a crazy girl with a secret lover who keeps her satisfied. What? 
Maybe. It's so nice to be insane. No one asks you to explain. Sanity. Radio oh my God. So maybe he's still locked up there, and she takes him out. I think she shrunk him down, and now he lives. He lives in her JJ. This is a horror story. <laughs> it's I'm, crazy. This is yeah. like I'm. I'm reacting to this the way I reacted to when I saw Rosemary's Baby <laughs> in college. Like it's it's that freaky '70s. Like I don't know what's happening. This it's, is a drug induced nightmare. Yeah. Music by Dean Koontz. Lyrics by Stephen King. <laughs> <laughs> they would play this twenty times a day, right next to Dark Lady. And, uh, uh, it's crazy. That was Keeps like a, a new an one. after school special yeah. about not peeping. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> That's what'll happen to you. All right. Uh, now this is this is wild. This is this is <laughs> what's coming up right now is crazy. Um, in 1989, yes, Kiss releases an album called Hot in the Shade. Sure, they do. Ace Freely releases an album that same year called Trouble Walking. Mm-hmm. Both of these albums have the same song on them. What? Is he still, is a, a he still in the band? No, at that he's point? not in the band at okay. that. He hasn't been in the band for years at that point. Uh, it's a song called Hide Your Heart. And this is one of those rocker story songs, you know, the ones that always have like a, uh, the, a Gino or a Gina. And, uh, yeah. and, and, uh, and what we're going to do here, this is going to be fascinating. We're going to let, uh, <laughs> we're going to let Paul Stanley and Kiss kick off the, uh, kick off the first verse. Let's hear it. There's, there's trouble. This is Hide Stop that. Now, what we got here, we got a crazy love triangle going on. Okay. Okay, we got Gino and Tito and Rosa, and uh, someone's not supposed to be with someone, and I think there's a Johnny in here, but uh, now we'll go to Ace Frehley's version from the same year. He's going to let us know what happened to these crazy kids. Johnny's holding Rosa on the rooftop in the night As time stood still They couldn't hear him come until he had them both inside You could feel a chill Uh-oh A shot ran out like thunder and the blood was on her hands With nothing won Damn it song was so good it had to be recorded twice in the yeah, same now year what's the story there is there a tail hanging there like who yeah, who wrote who, this pos and why did both <laughs> of them have to have to like do it like I, it must have been ace freely right he wrote it and then i uh, know uh, paul stanley co-wrote it i think with like holly knight and maybe desmond oh. child okay and i don't know how they agreed to uh yeah you can record it to ace i guess if there's money involved whatever you do don't tell ace about this <laughs> <laughs> but why would he do it what a weirdo like you you kick I'm me sure out of the Gene's- band well watch this i'm gonna record the song <laughs> you're putting out gene said don't let ace do it and then paul said let me tell you something gene we can make money on this money did you say <laughs> uh he can record it and screw my wife <laughs> if there's money <laughs> <laughs> so that uh, i found so many of those heavy metal songs that are story songs it's amazing like how much metal is like story i mean yeah there's I, tons I, of bon jovi ones that well, that's could, what know. i was gonna say I'm not, i don't want to give anything away by looking at your list but i'm i'm shocked you don't have a bon jovi song i know i know they're, they're all stories i know they are and, and it's always uh, and again there's also always a Gina or a Johnny or a Tina or Tommy. Tony. Tommy used to work on the docks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. It's uh, 
but they could really be singing about anything. <laughs> but they, but they, the stories are so banal and cliche yeah. that you actually can't even listen to them. Yes. You, like my mind yep. started wandering ten seconds into that. I know. I agree. All the the, the metal songs like that—they're just all full of cliches. It's crazy. <laughs> but uh, I, th- I guess there's something romantic, you know. Like kids want to think like one of these days the chips are going to be down. And I'm going to have to prove myself right on the mean streets. You know, some kid in '89 was yeah. was going, "Yeah, man, this is how I feel." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Probably. Yeah, well, so. it's like country music. I mean, like it's so. It's so down the middle that it kind of is becomes universal in a yeah. way, and it like hits it's, hits that thing of like, oh yeah, we've all been there. Yep. Uh, up next, I have one that's like you know the song um, "Take the Money and Run." Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. This is like this is that story if they decided not to rob the bank. Like okay. They just, yeah. Two young lovers with nothing better to do. They just it's um they just hang out and uh, is this Jack and Diane. No, no. It's it's uh, <laughs> sucking chili dog. That's, that's, at least they suck chili dog. That is yeah. true. This is um from the first Steve Malcolm's uh, solo album, and it's called uh, uh, Jen and the S Dog. And and you could just it's just like it puts like a cinemascope camera on this like really like you say banal uh, you know average like hippie couple. All right. And just makes and turns their story like in this full blown <laughs> epic where where nothing happens. But it's at the same time, there's something touching about it. Let's hear it. So let's hear that from the top. Jennifer dates a man in a 60s cover band. He's the S dog, Sean, if you wish. She's 18, he's 31. She's a rich girl, he's the son of a Coca Cola middleman. Just one two brothers. Something wrong with this They don't see the harm In joining their forces And singing along I think the dog comes in here See those rings on her toes Check that frisbee in his Volvo It's a Volvo with ancient plates This part's great. <laughs> so, you got a dog named Trey. That is awesome. That's, uh, that's cool. Anyway, yeah, that's a great album for story songs there. The dog's name was Trey? Yeah. Yeah. She had toe rings. You had a window into the relationship. <laughs> you had a window into the relationship. That's hilarious. <laughs> Just the fact that the guy's name is The S-Dog is hilarious. That, that song is great. Yeah, man. Great. <laughs> the, uh, that, the dog being named Trey made me think of uh, the worst drummer in rock and roll is uh, Trey Cool. Oh, from, right. uh, Green Day. Green Day. But, we, we walked by him in San Francisco. Yes, we did. Oh, There's wow. a story for you. <laughs> yeah. We walked by <laughs> Trey Cool. And didn't say anything He's to him. He's overweight now. Because who cares? <laughs> but do you know what Green Day's doing right now? They're releasing three albums over the next, uh, like over the next six months. Oh. The first one's called Uno. Second one's called Dose, and the last one's called Trey. Each one of them has. Oh boy! The, uh, I think Billy Billy <laughs> Joe's on the first one. Uh, Mike Durnt is on the second one, and Trey will be on Trey. But I guess they're they're all going to be like different um, different styles of music. Each individual one, and it. Uh, have we learned it, nothing from Kiss? I know it, it sounds like it might be fun, uh, but we'll I, see. I guess. I guess because after doing all these big, uh, overblown, you know, right. like Broadway, they don't know how to things. go back to just being a rock band. Yeah, so I think that's what, what they're trying do? to do. I think these are going to each have ten songs on, and wow, that's a lot. I know it's thirty <laughs> songs over six months. If Green Day's your favorite band, nice, enjoy it. But each that song is going to be 90 seconds long. <laughs> Trey on the front, Trey cool. So is each album going to like be sort of 
the first one will be vocal centric, second one guitar centric, third one. Uh, no, it's something like it's something like the first one's going to be drums. like uh, more punky. The second one's going to be like story songs. I think the last one might even have some uh, symphony stuff on. I don't know. Mm. We'll see what they're going to do. Right. It should be interesting. Uh, uh, I think you're up. What do you, oh, you have a story oh, what, for us? This guy. Tell I think this this guy's deceased now. Uh, Harry Chapin. Yes. And um, this is from an album called Heads and Tails, T-A-L-E-S. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty Get sure it? this guy only ever wrote yes. story songs. Yeah. Uh, this will be the longest clip I've ever played on here. It's about a minute and 15 <laughs> oh, no. seconds. But, I mean, this is, uh, and we can talk over it, too, but this is a... Uh, well, I want to hear the story. This is a song called Taxi. Sure. And... Uh, he just talks about his favorite taxi. Here we episodes. go. <laughs> In Frisco... I needed one more fare to make my night A lady up ahead waved to flag me down She got in at the light Oh, where you going to, my lady blue? Pause it. It's a shame. <laughs> okay, first of all, <laughs> yeah. I just want to tell all cab drivers out yeah. there. That's a creepy way (laughs) when any woman is getting in your cab to say, where you going, Lady Blue? I would would say, do not do that. My Lady Blue. But that is what San Francisco cab drivers are like, though, to a man. (laughs) They will creep you the F out. And this is in Frisco, too. He said right up top, Frisco. That's like a unique... I I feel like the only white cab driver I've ever had was in San Francisco. (laughs) You know, like most places you go, it's like someone Middle Eastern or, you know... Some uh, some ethnic. City. Yeah, I don't know Jamaican why, but it's or you know whatever. Some stereo. Hey, look, some stereotypes are true. Yeah, well, that's fine. They're, they've they've come to this country. They need to you know make their way, and and that's a good way yeah. to, to earn some money. But San Francisco, it's like uh, you get these uh, hippie burnouts, and uh, they're calling everybody Lady Blue. Step into my cab, my Lady <laughs> Blue. Okay, let's continue. Let's find out what happens. Talks about her dress. She just looked out the window. She said, 16 pops I made. Oh, a little cold. A little icy. What happened, Lady Blue? <laughs> I know. I thought we had a connection. <laughs> it's like the last green day. Something about her was familiar. I could swear I've seen her face before. But she said, I'm sure you're mistaken. And she didn't say anything more. That's an icy yeah. bitch. Take the hint. <laughs> she yeah. doesn't want to talk to you. Close the privacy screen, please. In the mirror. Wait, what's happening? Then she glanced at the license for my name. A smile seemed to come to her slowly. It was a sad smile just to say. And she said, how are you, Harry? Said, how are you soon? <laughs> Through the too many miles and the two little smiles, I still remember you. It's a Harry and Sue. So they used to date. They used to date. And uh, she's successful. Is she successful actress or something in this? I is guess she? maybe something. Yeah. Yeah. So she's probably seen him in low circumstances. Yeah. So it's a little embarrassing, but and so they reconnect a little bit. And then when she leaves, uh, the, I think the last line of the song is, she said, Harry. 
Yeah. Keep, keep the change. Keep the change. Uh, Ooh, big spender. Ooh. <laughs> I said, Lady Blue, you tip me a quarter. So if she's an actress and he's like, you look familiar, why isn't she like, yeah, I'm an actress. I'm actress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all. I'm fucking yeah. Sue. I'm in a lot of movies. <laughs> I'm in a lot of movies. You've, You've seen me. me. Weird that he used his own name, too. Is this semi-autobiographical? I don't know. It's one of those guys that would name check himself. That uh, this would never happen today because they would be Facebook friends, right? You know, and like, oh, Sue, well, I'm driving a cat. You know, so it would be right reveal. But um, stop posting those kitty cat me- memes. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Chapin. I think what happened was he was like a struggling writer, probably, and like one day he got down to like I could sell the typewriter, I could sell the guitar. And, like, <laughs> right. He, he chose right. He sold the typewriter. <laughs> <laughs> like because I think he had like enough stories for. A guitar, but maybe not for him. Right. <laughs> when, they, when they took the typewriter, they gave him his money. Harry, here's some change. Here's some change. <laughs> but but, yeah, uh, so many but uh, P.S. That Cat's Cradle. Come on. Yeah. That'll, Cat's Cradle. And that'll kill anything. W-O-L-D-D-D-D. <laughs> it's a radio station he works for. Oh. Go ahead, Gary. Uh, so this one, uh, since we're kind of in a, uh, a softer vein now, I wanted to play this one uh, by my uh, wife's favorite band, The Roaches. And uh, they're kind of uh, masters of like the minuscule moment. And this is that time where you have to go uh, – you maybe uh, burn some bridges at an old job, but you have to go slinking back and uh, try and get it back. And it's oh. called uh, – if you had started about 15 seconds in, it's called uh, Mr. Selak. Mr. Selak, can I have my job back? I've run out of money again. I was singing hallelujah I'm so glad to be leaving this restaurant Now the only thing I want Is to have my old job Things change, you know, and uh, sometimes you got to go the back. The roaches are still active. I think so, yeah. yeah. You know, when you said the roaches, the, uh, without knowing their music, what I, mm-hmm. what I remembered of them or what I thought I remembered, I, I thought like an Andrews Sisters, like a, oh, like right, a, right, yeah. like a Boogie Woogie <laughs> Bugle Boy type thing yeah. was going to play. They're definitely sisters, but uh, yeah. yeah that was nice. The 70s. It's nice. Yeah, they have some good. Uh, and that's, that's, uh, that's Jane's favorite band. I think so, yeah. Yeah, she, uh, she loves to sing those songs. Usually when I'm trying to listen to something else. Like, oh, this is like that Roshan, Roshan song. <laughs> We're Maggie and Terry and Susie. Shut up! <laughs> I love the uh, Weird Al parody of that Mr. Selleck where he's trying to get Tom Selleck's autograph. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can I have your mustache? <laughs> yeah. yeah. We had a fight yesterday. Oh, Who did? God. Me and Jane. You and Selleck? Me and Tom Selleck. <laughs> you, did you and Jane ass. fight a lot? We hardly, we never fight. Yeah, what was I, it I over? You don't strike me as like a fighter. Yeah. No. You're and, a lover, not a fighter. I am a lover. I'm the <laughs> overweight lovers in the house. But the, uh, <laughs> it was about, all our fights are about eggs. And my, <laughs> All right. Yeah. And uh, was this an egg fight? Yeah, it was an egg fight. It got personal. It's an and egg it, raid on Mojo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I was uh, the point being that um, yeah, that's like you need that for a story, but uh, you don't need it in life. Right. You don't need conflict. No. Just, yeah. Let's just uh, let's not ever have eggs. You're not going to tell us about this fight? Oh well, she's just. You don't have to. It wasn't really about eggs, right? It was. Well, it yeah. Then that's it's, a metaphor. 
a sort of a symbol. Were you like out and this girl with the uh, big knockers walk by and you go, check out them eggs? Check out them eggs. <laughs> no, I was like... Really um, bad analogy. I know, for big knockers. <laughs> yep. Ostrich eggs. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. There you go. She, she, uh, she's, she has like certain germ phobias and she's convinced that she's going to get salmonella from okay. it. So, All right. you know, you make some eggs, you want to eat it right then and then you're going to clean up. But, yeah, um, yeah. So they I'm get a, cold fast. Yeah. So, they do. Uh, but she uh, had to come and like, you know, you do this just to drive me crazy. So, and, you know, and then you get to, I don't do it just to drive me crazy. I'm going to do it later. Right. But anyway. and then did you just crack an egg overhead? <laughs> I, 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 I got to the point, I had the thing of eggs and I was going to throw them on the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, this is a big fight, Gary. And Jeez. She, she punched me. <laughs> what? She punched you? But not, you know, kind of like not like in the jar or something. Don't even just, do it. Yeah. Yeah, but don't it, you do it, Gary? Because I wasn't gonna do it, but it was you know. But you were threatening to uh, do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But anyway, so this is yeah. this is a good story. This, yeah. So this guy forget these I like songs. I like this. Story. <laughs> I want to go home and write a song about this. This egg. But and now your is, next fight is going to be after she hears this episode. Yeah, exactly. I know. <laughs> Why did you tell him? About no, that? because then she'll laugh about it and go, "Oh, wasn't that fight ridiculous?" She's got a rolling pin about. I mean, we're we're already laughing about it, and you know. But, and where's uh, Preston when this goes on? He was there, and he got a little scared. Yeah, so it, so was, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. it wasn't worth. It. So uh, what I'm saying is, like, some like the stories aren't worth it. It's okay if it's you know things right. are smooth sailing. That's what I. That's that's the goal. Oh man, let's let's. I, just, I actually do think though, like, because I don't fight with my wife a lot, mm-hmm. but like, it does sometimes make a good story. Like, do you remember the the thing? I st- I told a story at Max FunCon one year. Oh, about the garbage. It, yeah, because it oh, just yeah, it's a great story. <laughs> I just got so I got so mad because the I I was trying to take the trash out and the bag ripped and uh, and I just just listen to that episode. I don't. Yeah, it's great. It's a great. You can't. You you won't be able to because that was so. I was pissing my pants when you told that story. (laughs) Oh, I can't wait. Um, All right, so this uh, we talked about country and how there's so many artists uh, have. Uh, country artists have yeah, great story songs. Garth Brooks has a ton, and uh, I almost picked the Thunder Rolls, but that's uh, that's like a dark one. If you've had a lot of dark stuff, so I picked uh, I picked uh, one called That Summer, and this is about uh, oh, this is about a kid uh, coming of age for a young gentleman. And let's oh. uh, let's hear a couple verses. I went to work her that summer, a teenage kid so far from home. She was a lonely widow woman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hell-bent to make it on her own. We were a thousand miles from nowhere. Oh, you know what's going to happen. We <laughs> feels as far as I could see. Both needing something from each other. Not knowing yet what that might be. Sex. <laughs> Until she came to me one evening. What? Hot cup of coffee and a smile In a dress that I was certain She hadn't worn in quite a while Very observant, Mr. Brooks. (laughs) No. (laughs) Yep. There was a softness in her eyes And on the air there was a hunger Even a boy could recognize Okay. Let's let's jump to 142 and see how this pans out. Oh, that dress again. <laughs> Never wear that. Here we go. That summer wind was all around me. You guys are nervous. Nothing between us but the night. You trying to seduce me? When I told her that I'd never, she softly whispered, that's all right. 
Then I washed her hands of leather. Her hands of leather. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it turned to velvet. Uh, uh, magic. There's never been another summer when I have ever learned so much. That's it, buddy. Boy. She was like a piano teacher? Uh, I was looking for a bigger payoff, and I'd never learned so much. <laughs> Come on, what man. Give us, a, give us some dirt. This is very similar to how I lost my virginity. Really? Oh, no. Leather? <laughs> no. Leather was involved? No. This, um, uh, what a great summer gig for a dude. Yeah, that sounds awesome. You're, you're, you're a virgin, you're in your teens, and you're going to go work for this lady, and that's it. That's summer of 42, right? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, remember that? Yeah. When I was in high school, I had a summer job, and there was a woman there. I was like 17, and she was, I don't know, she, I guess she was probably just in her 20s, but she seemed so much older. But she was cute, and I was just like, felt like there was something like I kind of knew that maybe I could make it happen. Right. But, but like, the, I just didn't know how. It's so frustrating. I was there for 25 years, man. I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Because, <laughs> uh, like, when from that perspective, it's like, you know, I don't know. I mean, for, for a lady like that, it's like, why not? You know, right. it's probably, <laughs> probably fun. Like, a kid doesn't know what he's doing. You kind of get to be in control. Right, and, uh, right, right. Set the, set the tone. <laughs> and, and you're getting paid. In a couple of ways. What? Over the, no, I'm talking about this guy in oh, the garden. Oh, yeah. The uh, <laughs> I And I just want to say, I don't, whether you like country music or not, Garth Brooks is fantastic. I don't really, and I don't, I've never really listened to him. Yeah, he's great. I, that was what's good, his status? Is, yeah. he, is he semi-retired? or? He, um, he does some shows at the Wynn in Las Vegas. He just flies in and does acoustic shows. I see. He's just, uh, he's just too big. He doesn't need any money. Right. I mean... You would think that he would take... I mean, if he called up any uh, hotel in Vegas and said, yeah, I'd like to do like a month residency, they'd go, yeah. Right, yeah. He's I like mean, the he, he, Paul Allen of music. Yeah, he could really just call his own shots, I think, right now. Cashed but, in and... Uh, Gary, what's up from you? Um, let me see here. Uh, this is the point of the show where I start calculating my end game, uh, what's, uh, <laughs> which, uh, my exit strategy. What... Uh, what do you got uh, left there on the dock? I've, I've got three more, but I'm only going to play two more of them. Okay, because uh, the one I was going to play is... Um, is same old anxiety by Dan Fogelberg, and that covers. Oh, that's funny! I wanted to talk about that one, but oh, that's okay. Uh, that covers much of the same material as, as uh, Taxi. Taxi, exactly. Yeah, yeah. but um, but maybe a little creepier. Maybe a little creepier, <laughs> but well, maybe we might have to talk about it. But and then, yeah, I'll have two, and I think I have a I have a play out that I was going to try to foist on Matt, okay. and act like it was his uh, selection. But um, <laughs> right, well, you're up, buddy. This next one is about. It's like this is for a fan who, if you love that. Uh, 60s stereo separation this is the song for you because on uh, on your right hand side i think is going to be just the story and on the left hand side is some musical freaking out <laughs> it's uh it's the velvet underground for white light white heat and it's called the gift Ooh. Waldo jeffers had reached his limit it was now mid-august which meant he had been separated from Marsha for more than two months Two months and all he had to show were three dog-eared letters and two very expensive long-distance phone calls. <laughs> True, Skype. school had ended and she'd returned to Wisconsin and he to Locust, Pennsylvania. She had sworn to maintain a certain fidelity. She would date occasionally, but merely as amusement. She would remain faithful. But lately, Waldo had begun to worry. <laughs> he had trouble sleeping at night. Catchy, huh? <laughs> when he did, he had well, horrible dreams. I didn't know Dieter had an album. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> John Cale. Is that John Cale? Yeah. Uh, so basically, it's this... Uh, Couple for they were they were going together in college. They they go home. He's way more into it than she is, and uh, he's he's getting lonesome for her. So he mails himself to her, 
in it, pieces. <laughs> all at once. <laughs> could you do that? Uh, maybe in the 60s you could. And he, he makes it, but then it ends badly. Did, um, can anyone in the Velvet Underground sing? <laughs> I mean, I love Lou Reed, yeah. but man, they, not really. they're not really <laughs> that great. Yeah. Does John Cale actually sing sometimes? Uh, he could probably carry a tune. I don't know. Yeah, sometimes they don't seem like they can carry tunes even. But, all right, in a bucket. Um, oh my god, I just saw what you're playing, Pat. Next, I, this is. I was gonna actually. I was thinking about this as a playout. If you guys didn't have this, is the greatest. This might be the greatest. <laughs> this, if you want to talk about this, awesome twist endings, yeah. And we'll, we'll hear the ending. We're gonna hear the opening, and then we'll jump to the ending. So uh, this is from 1990. I, I'm not even gonna say what. Just play it. <laughs> The rainy night. When he came into sight, standing by the road, with no umbrella, no coat. Guy's wet, is what you say. And she says, Lady Blue. <laughs> he accepted with a smile. So we drove. Stopping. Okay. First of all, Ann Wilson's <laughs> voice, no matter what she's singing, her voice is amazing. Sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. Now. She's a whore. <laughs> this, this song is called All I Want to Do is Make Love to You. Right. So now we got Ann Wilson. She's trolling around in the rain, <laughs> hoping, hoping that there's some... Looking for some drifter. Some drifter. Doesn't care. It could be it could be Rutger Hauer from The Hitcher. She doesn't care. Let's get this guy in. This was irresponsible in, yes. in, in 1990 in to 1990. be suggesting you should do this. Right. And then what happens in the, uh, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the second half of the song? They, they yeah, make this, love. This, this really does have a three. It there's does. like three verses, yep. and each verse has like extent and takes the story. They make, they make love, and then she, that's it. She doesn't want anything else to do. Separate ways. They go their separate ways, and then what happens, Matt? This is crazy, you guys. It's crazy what happens. You like haven't heard this horror in, story. I'm assuming most people listening haven't heard this. I never story. listened to it this close. A forgotten oh. relic of the eighties. This might have been a number one song. Then it happened one day. We came around the same way. You can imagine his surprise. Did we skip the part where she has a son? What? No, you're going to find it out. Yeah. Okay, so pause in case people miss that. Because I feel like there's a part in the middle where she explains she has a kid. Well... What happens here is uh, they <laughs> meet, the they meet up. It this is like Ulysses they, or something. They meet up. <laughs> Let's say they meet up. They meet up at Target. And okay, she's, and she's got the and the kids with her. Yeah, and she runs into this guy, the Drifter, mm-hmm. Rucker Hauer, <laughs> and um, he sees the kid and immediately knows. Look, he's got his own eye. That, that kid's got my eye. We have the same eye. That's my kid. And then she explains to him, "Please understand, 
I'm a whore. I'm a whore. I'm in love with another man. No, no, but her husband couldn't get her pregnant. That guy. And he said, and she says, and the, uh, uh, and that, what, what'd she say? She the, said, the, he couldn't, what he couldn't give me, me was the one, one thing. little thing that you can. So basically, oh. she just went out to find a she sperm, sperm donor. Him. Yeah. <laughs> sperm jacked him. Yeah, and that song went to number uh, two on the Billboard Hot 100, <laughs> wow. went to number two on the mainstream rock tracks, and number six at Adult Contemporary. And that was written by Mutt Lang. No kidding. Mutt Lang, who produced mm-hmm. ACDC, Def Leppard, you know, all these heavy bands. And that's why he left Shania Twain, because she couldn't overproduce him in air. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's what my act. <laughs> all I want to do is make love to you, Robert John Mutt Lang. So that's... That's, uh, that's crazy. Wow, that is... That's uh, a crazy story, man. <laughs> I never day. listened to it that closely. Oh, you shouldn't. That's like... <laughs> no one did. That's like Ruby taking her love to town. <laughs> or something. Your uh, turn, my man. Boy, you know... My what brother. I, what I love about this, week uh is uh, uh after every show how everybody kind of reminds you what you missed so there's just like right there's gonna be a million this there's week. a million of them so so I, I look forward to that please tell us on facebook or twitter like you, you guys should do another like a, maybe in six months do another story another episode story. we can there's, there's a lot of good stories we can repeat here. almost every one of our uh exactly our topics you can't do another van halen <laughs> <laughs> i am gonna give the shaft to the Mendoza line. We're not going to hear an aspect of an old maid. I'm sorry. Because it's a bring down after okay. a story like that. But this was one that... That's that, an uplifting whore song I <laughs> played. The, uh, <laughs> about birth and giving in children. I started to uh, play this back at the... Uh, um, what do you call it? The uh, road trip story. But then uh, we, we ran out of time. So perfect time uh, now to uh, revisit the okay. Hold Steady. A band with a, every song is a, is a great story song. You know, they're kind of like a, like in a Junior Springsteen esque way. Okay, uh, just you know, tons of characters and tons of colorful situations. But this is one that's like like a little bit spare with with the details, but you can still uh, piece it together. It's called um, "Sequestered in Memphis," and it's about. Uh, Pau Gasol in his uh, pre-Lakers <laughs> time. But, no, uh, if you can start this about uh, one one minute in, Matt, we'll. Uh, See, it's a guy who's telling a story to the cops about what happened. All right. And, uh... Whoa. Sorry. A great uh, detail in this song is like, uh, no, nah, we didn't go back to her place. We went to some place where she cat sits. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good detail. I've never, I've never really heard the whole steady. I love that. I think you would really like. I it. would. Yeah, that sounded very Springsteen. Very much. So. And, and and again, Bruce. There were no Bruce songs today for me, and he's got a ton yeah, that's of crazy. story songs. You yeah, that's skipped the two Jersey yeah. troubadours. Well, next time. Next time we'll load you up with some- We tried um, a curveball. Yeah, know, like, yeah, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to yeah. throw out some stuff like uh, like Hard Your Heart, Hide Your Heart by Kissing Ace Freely. <laughs> exactly. So uh, I'm going to close it up with something that I'm sure will make uh, Jimmy Pardo very happy. This is a story song from 1979. Uh I'm not going to tell you what it is. I'm just going to tell you that there is some fiddle in it. So let's oh. hear. Let's hear. Uh, oh wait a minute! And the, like the and the playout song, I think, is kind of a tribute to that song. Yes. Oh, this is interesting. Oh, let's, this is crazy. Let's do it. Let's hear it. The devil went 
down to Georgia. He was looking for a soul to steal. He was in a bind because he was way behind and he was willing to make a deal. When he came across this young man sewing on a fiddle and playing it hot, and the devil jumped up on a hickory stump and said, Boy, let me tell you what. I guess you didn't know it, but I'm a fiddle player too. Did not know that. If you dare to take a dare, I'll make a bet with you. Now you play pretty good fiddle, boy, but give the devil his due. I bet a fiddle of gold against your soul because I think I'm better than you. The boy said, my name's Johnny and it might be a sin, but I'll take your bet and you're going to regret because I'm the best as ever been. Johnny, here on up your bow and play your fiddle hard. Hubris. Now let's jump and see what happens. How's the story play out? Not since that Pacquiao fight has there been a decision as lame as... (laughs) (laughs) Devil gets robbed is what happens. Devil's not a smart guy. (laughs) The devil bowed his head because he knew that he'd been beat. And he laid that golden fiddle on the ground at Johnny's feet. Johnny said, Devil, just come on back if you ever want to try again. I done told you once, you son of a bitch. I'm the best as ever been. Oh, no, he did it! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there's a fiddle. Devil's in the house of the rising sun. The chicken in the bread pan are picking out dough. No, I, when I was growing up, the radio station we listened to was WFBG. Yeah. Out of Altoona. It sure. was an AM station. And they only played the version that said, I done told you once, you son of a gun. You son of a gun. Mm-hmm. Not the same impact. No, not the same yeah. not the same impact at all. Weak, I, <laughs> weak Altoona. I listened to uh, KFRC out of San Francisco, and uh, they said, I told you once, you fucking faggot. <laughs> like, what the, huh? How'd it's, they do that? <laughs> it's so funny how bad, like, that was that AM radio. That's what we had in the car. Yeah. That's what we had. And it's so, like, out here, radio, I don't know why Radio Disney is only on AM radio. Right, yeah. yeah you sure. would think that Disney would spring for maybe yeah. an FM station Boost somewhere. It a little, yeah. <laughs> but uh, AM radio sounds terrible. It does. Yeah. Hey, I have another play out that I kind of want to play. Oh, okay, so, but yeah, let, yeah, let's but do let's do your let's song. Let's do yours, okay, and then this Matt, because uh, we can't skip this. Now uh, uh, Matt's uh, Matt's always like uh, pressuring us to play more tenacious D. So it's a, <laughs> here's a, here's a song that's kind of like inspired by, or based on, or about, or kind of you know kind of like along the same lines as the one we just heard. It's called Tribute. This is the greatest and best song in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Set the bar low. Tribute. Long time ago, me and my brother Kyle here. We was hitchhiking down a long and lonesome road. All of a sudden, there shined a shiny demon (laughs) in the middle of the road. And he said, play the best song in the world or I'll eat your soul. (laughs) Well, me and Kyle... How will this turn out? <laughs> There's only one way it can go. <laughs> okay. And we played the first thing that came to our heads. Just so happened to be the best song in the world. It was the best song in the world. Look into my eyes So, two things about that. One, it, the original version of this, 
they went right at that point they would play like at live shows and everything uh, they would start playing the bridge to stairway to heaven <laughs> <laughs> which was hilarious in and, of itself. That's great. and then this also has a funny twist to it which is that uh, if you hear the rest of the song this is actually not the greatest song in the world because they couldn't remember it yeah, yeah. so this is just a tribute to the <laughs> to song the they played oh, that that's day great. that's that's great <laughs> so like you will never we'll never get to hear that right. song you that, that the bested the devil <sighs> yeah well well yeah. <laughs> should have been there you should <laughs> you just had to be there <laughs> yeah. uh so what is your play out so yeah, play out, this is another one that'll that'll make jimmy happy thanks um, gary thanks matt yeah thanks, like thanks. us on facebook uh uh, and do that thing on thanks Twitter. Preston for the uh, for the idea for yeah, today's show it. appreciate it this is uh, I feel like this guy is a, a, an unsung master of the story song Ellis Paul we got to meet him uh, we did a show with him yes we in, did in Atlanta and he was awesome couldn't have been nicer to put up with our jackass <laughs> yeah. especially me because I'd sit right next to him never met him before <laughs> yeah and I was in uh, but he's great, and this is, I think, from from the most recent album he put out called "The Day After Everything Changed." This is the first track, and he played it at that show, and uh, I became kick, a fan. Kick just out from, the lights? No, that's not on an album yet. Oh, damn it! That, that's hopefully it'll be on his next right. one. But uh, this is called Anna Lee, and um, yeah, I didn't know about this guy until Jimmy had him on our show, and I just became a fan because uh, he's great. So this that is was Paul, and, and this is like this is a classic. Uh, young love, you know, uh, coming of age story. Uh, you'll you'll get it when you hear it. But enjoy. Rock solid. I'm skipping stones at the edge of the dark. A fog came rolling in, quiet like a hawk. The river so smooth it could shatter with a rock. Felt like I was walking on water. Then the doctor's daughter came and dove right in Lord Almighty, she's nothing but skin I could turn my head, but she may never come again She's filling the sky with her laughter